Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Oi, the boys on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes tales are quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. Oh, let's go! Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. You know that we are the number one show. So grab your fucking mitts and now it's time to go. Cause it's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. It's the booty, booty. It's time to get this body started With Danny, Jimmy, Gregor, Andy, Jimmy, and JC All we know and all we talk about is booty, booty It's time to get this body started tonight You're listening to This Just In on Footy Prime Your almost daily footy fix How was the birthday weekend? Um, you know, the great thing about the birthday weekend Is you get to do whatever you want uh, You want to start going? Yeah I don't know where you want to start today Fellas, that crazy weekend of football. CPL started again. Great weekend for the Canadian MLS teams, I thought. Um, but let's start in the Prem, shall we? Because there was a lot of craziness in the Prem as the race gets tighter and tighter. Arsenal dropped points again, back to back weeks. They were up 2 0 and they draw 2 2 with Craig Forrest, West Ham, who I think the story from this game is how the hell Craig is West Ham in a relegation fight. I just don't understand it. Well, yeah, I don't know. There's, I mean, I watched them closely. They've been, they've had some <laughs> poor performances. They, they have really had poor have. performances, but they've also had a little bit of bad luck earlier on in the season. Hey, they're oh, so lucky. The bad luck route, are you? That's, that's the angle you're going they're with. They're very fortunate. Season. They're just unfortunate. No, I think they had some, they've had some really Fortunate luck in the last few games, to be honest with you. Maybe 24 25% possession is the key. I, I thought Arsenal was going to win that 4-5-0 with the start that they had then in that match. Did you got to think? Scoring two that early? 2-0, 11 minutes in? Yeah, it was like, oh, yeah. no. Floodgates are opening here. I did too. I thought it was going to be uh, a case of uh, racking up a little bit of goal differential to try to catch up on City. But but the Hammers held tough there, man. They're in, in Europe. They're getting results, pretty good results domestically at the moment. They're going to, I think they should survive. So let's switch now to Arsenal. Saka misses that penalty, which obviously would have changed everything, Jimmy. Um, yeah. And you do feel for him. But I like Arteta's comments post match when he says, listen, people that take penalties miss penalties. That's just kind of the nature of the beast. 
I've never known someone that takes penalties not to miss a penalty. So move on, get over it. It's a pretty good yeah. response, right? It's kind of back your guy. Well, you have to. You're not going to score them all. You're going to miss. But I like what he's done there because he's protecting the player as well. The player's obviously down. He knows if you score that, it's 3 0 or you scored three goals that match, you you win the game. That's another three vital points that you need. But um, I like the way he he protects the players. And I think as a manager, you have to, all right? And it's, listen, and if things aren't going well, he's going to say what he thinks. But with a situation like that where you you step up, first of all, you've, you've got the balls to do it. A lot of people wouldn't be able to do that. And he's, he's taking it. Yeah, he's missed. But I guarantee if that opportunity came up again, he would take it. Yeah, and of course, naturally, the, the, the initial thoughts are, oh, man, England at Euro and, and the abuse he took for missing that penalty. But he's shown in the past, like he steps back up and he's, he's very, very good from the spot usually. Um, but still, it was a big loss, right? A big miss given that they dropped points and, and City beating Leicester. It's closer. I'm not sure if you saw the whole uh, Roy Keane, Gary Neville, a little back and forth post-match on Sky. Um Neville was saying, basically, listen, no matter what happens now, they finish second. It's a fantastic season for Arsenal. Whereas Roy King, Roy King said, basically, that's a load of freaking nonsense. He goes, it'll be a terrible season if they don't win now. They've been in first place since, since pretty much day one. And given the opportunity this season for them and given how the other teams will get better next year, it's a really massive blown opportunity if they don't hold on and, and win this thing. Now, that's Roy Keane, right, Craig? He's a bit miserable. But I, I do see what he's saying. Big picture, great season for Arsenal compared to last year. But given how, how they've dominated this campaign, for them to like let it you know, fall away in the last, what, couple of months of the season, I mean, would that be considered a bad, well, not a bad season, but a huge disappointment? Yes. Yeah. The disappointment factor is like 10 out of 10 when you've led all that way. And you look back just a few years ago when Leicester won the title. I remember Spurs have never had a better chance to win it. And they couldn't manage it then too. So massively disappointing. So there is that. But at the same time, you, you got to understand and appreciate the the teams that are chasing up there. Man City. They are freaking unbelievable. And they have incredible depth. And for Arsenal just to be there... There or thereabouts, uh, there or thereabouts is uh, really impressive, but it would be disappointing, eh, Jimmy? Oh, I agree, hundred percent. I think if if they're going to do it, it's going to be this year because I don't think they'll have a chance over the next the next few years. And you don't think so? No, because I think in the off season, I mean, look, Man City's just going to get stronger. They're already talking about getting um, what's his name from Dortmund, Bellingham, Bellingham, and then Newcastle's going to. They're going to start buying players, um, yeah. get a stronger squad as well. Man, you you know they're going to be picking up players in the off season as well, and I think it's going to be even harder for them next season because I, look at the end of the day when Newcastle starts spending, City starts spending, getting their players. Chelsea, if they can turn it around as well, I, I don't think Arsenal can can they can't compete in the market. They've got a good core right now. They've got a good squad. Yeah, but how long is that going to last for when everybody starts spending again? It's a good point because Arsenal aren't the team to go out and spend $100 million 
no you know or you know on a player or have a have a, a window that's 300 million pounds worth right it just doesn't happen and there's been a big problem between the fans and the ownership there for a while so mm-hmm. yeah but you know back in the champions league on a consistent level which they, they, they might be but like you said there's i think with newcastle doing what they're doing and, and with United getting stronger, Chelsea are going to be better next year. Simple as that. Liverpool are going to be better. There really is that. The, the, the big, used to be like the big four. Now it's, it's the big six. And maybe yeah. that's growing. Who knows what, how Brighton, you know, respond next year. They will lose some players probably, right? But they'll probably find some diamonds in the rough who are brilliant as well. So, yeah, I mean, it used to, it used to be the big three actually, wasn't it? I think it was like, it was um, United, Arsenal and Liverpool. And then Chelsea came around, and it's a big four suddenly. Yeah, it's big six now for sure. It's, it's, it's terrifying, I think, if you if you're hoping to maintain some kind of consistency, Craig, at the top of the table. Yeah, yeah wait till Ryan Reynolds gets Wrexham up there and tries to compete in that world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. To be fair, he's a billionaire, so may, at, hey, in a couple of years, he might be right right there with the the Saudis. Who knows? Everything's own a state. Play. Yeah, I'm sure he'll get somebody to come in be part of that ownership group and i think you're, you're right you're right about brighton as well because i think they'll they'll sell a couple of players and they'll, they'll bring in stronger 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 players for next season as well because they're already talking about McAllister. McAllister's, i think they've got a price tag what 67 million um and they've got some big clubs already that are looking at him so i'm sure that he'll go in the off season they'll sell probably one or two more and then they'll start building their squad again so they'll get even stronger these players keep arising from nowhere. I mean, I it's that, that. that goal by Enciso this this weekend when they beat Chelsea. I mean, what a goal that was. They could have beaten Chelsea this weekend by six or seven goals. Yeah. They were that good. Did you hear Pep uh, before the match against Leicester? Um, I, I haven't got the exact quote here, but he was talking about um, the match this weekend. Um, but he, he looked forward to Brighton because they played Brighton next week. And he was saying, you know, Brighton are the best team in world football. And he doubled down on it. He said, no, no, listen, Brighton, Brighton, from the goal to the attacking third, they're the best team in the world football, in world football. There's no one even close to them. He actually said that. Now he's alluding to the fact that, okay, they haven't got a world-class striker per se, but everything else they do is brilliant. I think he was looking ahead to their match against Brighton this weekend, getting in the minds maybe of Brighton a little bit, but that's the respect he's got for that team right now. And what Deserby's doing, it's, it's incredible that story. And I keep kind of dismissing Brighton. Oh yeah, well they're still in those, you know, fighting for those European spots. You know, Europa mm. League, Conference League. They're actually, you know, if, if they made the Champions League next year, I think they do themselves proud. It's That's the name. It's the name though as well. Yeah, doesn't have that glorious name, does it? No, Brighton and Hove Albion. Yeah, and everybody's like, eh, Brighton, whatever. They keep pushing them aside, but they are. They're a fantastic squad. They're amazing. But I know what Pep's probably trying to do, put some little mind games in there. But at the end of the day, his squad and the way they attack, are they're the best in the world right now for me. They're so the good. Walking, the word Albion. Any, any like legendary winning teams with the name Albion on, on the back oh. end? Kind of screams mediocrity to me. Like, West like, West like, a, like a West Brom? Yeah. Right, like yeah. big enough club, local, locally supported, might have a little cup of tea in the Premier League every now and again. Consistent, but if you're from if you're brand. from Hove Albion, all they ever talk about is Brighton. So you're getting short shifted if you're from the area of Hove Albion. 
Yeah, but, You're but West Brom with a, they carried the Albion flag though longer than Brighton, I think. Brighton is oh, really? in recent memory. It's Brighton's kind of taken that flag, right? But really, West Brom, they were the Albion masters, weren't they? Mm. What is an Albion? Anyone know? Now we're going to have to look it up. No. Look at that, Wonga. I think that it is also always going to be difficult for clubs like Brighton because remember Ipswich have had this spell up there. North City had the European spell. Everybody's like, oh, they're going to be better. No, they're not. They're going to have the, the odd player nicked from them. The managers that manage them at the moment, the, these players are so good. Potter got a move. This guy looks so good because this squad of players is going to get him a move as well. It's, it's, it's ridiculous how well they're doing, but it's inevitable they'll get picked apart by the Giants with their extremely good players that they have. And we've already seen that, but they've been they managed it so far. But inevitably, they will not be able to sustain it. Like a Leicester. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Hey, Sharms, Albion is an alternative name for Great Britain. The oldest attestation of the toponym comes from the Greek language. The name for Scotland in most of the Celtic language is related to, or Celtic language, sorry, is related to Albion, Alba in Scottish. Oh. So it's a, is, it, is it a derivative of Scotland? No, no, it's just what they referred to uh, in old Latin and Greek. They referred to Great Britain as Albion. As Albion. Yeah. yeah. Scotland's Albanic in, in Gaelic. In oh, Scottish. there you go. How much Gaelic do you know, Jimmy? I know Pug Mahon. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Kiss I didn't like him either. <laughs> <laughs> I never knew that was what Albion meant. I should probably have known that. But no, it, yeah, I mean, if I'm starting a new club tomorrow, I'm not naming it Albion. What it's would you name be? It? City. Pie <laughs> City. Pie City? Pie Lands. <laughs> Pie, City, Pie City Football Club. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, listen, Brian were brilliant. Deserby. I mean, who knows where he ends up? I hope he stays there for a couple of years at least, right? But there's some big jobs coming up, huge jobs this summer. Um, there's even talk right now about Tottenham letting Stellini go. Now, they, they fell to Bournemouth at the death. It was it, What a match that was. Um, Sun scores, looks much better, of course. But then at the death, like at 90, wherever it was, Bournemouth steal three points, huge three points to them. And, and let's talk about Stellini now being being fired after, what, four or five games as, as interim manager or caretaker manager? And, and if you're Spurs right now, Craig, I mean, at what point, like, there's Poch, right? He's always being linked to Spurs. He's still there, right? Surely you throw the bank at him right now. This team is still very much in contention for fourth place, which changes everything for that team next season and this summer. Why don't you just say, okay, we have to get the guy we want. There are good guys available right now. If it is Poch, just get it over and done with because the fans would, would, would be aboard 100%. Greg? Maybe he's not 100% in <laughs> wanting to go there. He's picking a bunch of CEOs. With the markets out there, at the end of the maybe season. that's what it is. It's, I guess he, yeah, I guess he's got to agree to it as well. <laughs> maybe he wants to find out what's happening to Harry Kane this summer <laughs> before he goes anywhere. Craig's internet is about seven seconds behind, I think, right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was trying to figure out whether it was Craig's internet that was delayed or Craig that was delayed. What hey, the Craig, so Craig's moving. Very, very soon, we hope. He might yeah. be on the streets. 
which will ha- probably have better Wi-Fi than his apartment. Mm. Could be. So wherever he goes, I think the first thing he's got to check out, forget, you know, is there running hot water? Um, you know, are utilities included? He's got to just make sure that it's good Wi-Fi wherever he ends up living. Yeah, okay, he can sh- doesn't matter about wa- water. He can shower in the Wi-Fi. Really good Wi-Fi. Yeah, beautiful. Cascading under his armpits. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> He's back now. We'll see how the connection is. But, yeah, so those results were, 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 were amazing. Um, I mean, Chelsea, once again, just falling apart. Uh, Bowley's just the target of the fans right now for doing pretty much everything wrong right now. Even when he opens his mouth. I know you saw that last week before the Real Madrid game. He's being interviewed by some reporter going to his car. And he goes, oh, we're going to win 3-0. Yep, yep, we're going to win 3-0 tonight. Yep, everything's great. It's a long-term build here, but 3-0. And they lost 2-0. Well, he, doesn't, he doesn't help himself, does he, Todd Bowley? When he opens his mouth, you, you expect something stupid to come out, it seems, Jimmy. Well, yeah, of course you do. He just needs to shut up. Yeah. He's already got the pressure on him. People are after him now. Just because you're just a billionaire doesn't make you smart. That's Ain't very that true? true. We were talking about that, weren't we? About how, you know, various businesses, you get to, to meet, you know, presidents, VPs, people in these high-ranking positions, owners, and you assume they're smart because they, they got to that point in their in their career. But it's amazing how many of them are fucking stupid and dumb, isn't it? Well, some of, they're not really that dumb, though. They just hire smarter people around them, which makes them smart for doing that. And they that's an invitation for Todd Bowley to come on Footy Prime. And making them money. <laughs> but that's why Wonga brought us aboard. On footy yes. Pass. Yeah, right? that's exactly right. I'm not <laughs> smart. Off the intellect level. Yes. Um, but he, he, you're right. A good manager knows his weakness, right? And hires better people around him. But some people, Jimmy, in, in any industry, they are just stupid. They're stupid people. But they, they've, they've, they've fallen into these positions. And maybe they know someone or know someone that knows someone, right? And, and they become successful and make lots of money. But some of the decisions making. Yeah, you know, but in, some of in, some of them sound stupid because they don't think before they fucking speak. That's the problem. I mean, if you, if that's a problem, you should definitely be in the podcast world, not corporate world, right? I don't know if they want to do the podcast world, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, Charles. <laughs> I know it just this frustrates me, and Craig knows where I'm going here. It just frustrates me the. Some of the t- decisions being made in various industries. But well, get it off your chest and just start no, pointing fingers. No, Let's hear it. Let's okay. hear some names. Hey, Sharms, I wanted to ask mm-hmm. these fellas. Chelsea's in the Champions League tomorrow, right? Yeah. Another another match against Real Madrid. If by some chance they can pull it off, does all this change once again for a Chelsea fan, or is it a shit season no matter what? Is there any way? to save the season in Champions League I, I, as a fan? Like what I'm what I'm screaming for, what I'm, you know, supporting. Is there any way, Craig, to save a season that Chelsea's had so far? Even with, like, just a good result? I don't think it, just a good result will work, but I think that the, certainly if they can turn the, the match around, that would make a difference. But it's very hard to establish that at the moment. But back to these owners, most of these guys are generational wealth anyway. I don't know about Todd Bowley, but 
either either that or they've done some shady shit. Nobody has that kind of money, no matter what. They haven't done something shady, no matter what. Whether you're an oil state or whether you're an American oligarch. I'll say it for you, Charms. Thanks, Bill. Ryan Reynolds is an oil state. <laughs> the shady shit what's worse the, the, the shady shit money or the uh, generational wealth money I think maybe the generational wealth money how do we get a shady shit backer that's a great question because we're open to anyone <laughs> <laughs> yeah Vladimir Putin listen <laughs> listen up boots Vlad come on over <laughs> you're awful you're evil and terrible but listen <laughs> Idi Amin, listen, we, we have a platform here. <laughs> hey, Pol Pot. Uganda. Um, Love these. <laughs> Any other dictators, evil dictators I can think of? There's a few. A few good ones. Mm. Justin think- Trudeau, listen. You- <laughs> oh, good <laughs> <dear> God. <laughs> Uh, what else we got here? Other results from this weekend. Oh, you want to see United beat Forest? <laughs> okay, speaking of uh, owners, so United beat Forest 2-0. Um, there's stories today that the Glazers are, are close to finding investment that would allow them to continue as the main owners, majority owners at Manchester United. I mean, you have to feel for United fans. It's not often you feel that I feel this way. But they're, they, they, they're so close. They thought they were so close to those idiots leaving and getting rid of that that whole era, the Glazer era. And now, you know, there's reports surfacing that actually they might stick around a little bit longer. Hmm. Why wouldn't they? They suck a lot of money out of that club. Yeah, it's a cash box for them. But at some point, the, the hatred they feel, I mean, it has to affect them at some point, doesn't it? Or are they just so insulated from it? I think they're just happy living in the States and their castles. They don't mm-hmm. care. They're like, oh, how's, how's United doing over there? Yeah, not bad. Okay. We still making dough? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Off daddy's money. Yeah. yeah. Well, they want to. They, they're looking pretty good right now, despite all the injuries. Harry Maguire looked pretty good. Um, Ferran's mm-hmm. out for a while. Maybe the season. Lissandro Martinez is out for the season. So they've got a lot of problems up there. Rash was out for a couple of games. So uh, we'll see if they can they can hang on there. Uh, Wolves beat Brentford 2-0. I just mentioned that because Diego Costa scored his first goal at, at Wolves. So so good for him. We never thought it would ever come. Did you see it? Yeah. He's a bit lucky, a bit fluky. Uh, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, a lot. Yeah, yeah, a lot. Well, like they say, you know, you go in these slumps and maybe you need one going off your bum, you know, to go in the goal and that gets you going, gets the confidence going. Does confidence get going? Like, If you score a really cheesy, fluky goal, does that really help your confidence or are you a little bit ashamed of it? No, they don't give a shit. They just want a goal. <laughs> yeah. And, and managers will even tell the strikers that. They're like, you do one. You don't give a shit how it goes in. And a lot of times when strikers are in slumps, you know that their goal is going to be off their shoulder or come off their nose and just eventually will just trickle in. And then they'll get in the dress room, they'll take the piss out of each other, have a little laugh, and then get them going again. Like the strikers will go through a little spells like that. Does Forrest uh, keep themselves up, Jimmy? This is a big question. I, I, I have my doubts now. Yeah, uh, I think they, they've got some tough games coming up now. Really, say it, really tough. Say games. it, Jimmy. Say it. 
No, I'm not going to say they're getting <laughs> But I think they will find a way to survive. Oh, oh. They will find a way. Really? And keep, the, the worst, they keep having, you know, these discussions and it keeps popping up about Vieira coming in. So who knows what's what's happening and all this is the last couple of weeks now. And even again, I was reading on BBC Sport that there was uh, Vieira's in line for it. Really? There's yeah. always rumors when the shit hits the fan. There's Isn't rumors, it? yeah. Well, the tied on 27 points with Everton, who lost this weekend to Fulham. Um, Forrest, the last relegation spot. But, I mean, you say they're going to stay up. So next to them is, is they're at Anfield next Saturday. Oh, then they take on wah, Brighton. Wah, oh, wah, wah. Then it's Brentford. Oof. Ooh, Southampton. I'll, I'll have 10 bucks on that. With then him. it's Chelsea. Straight up, hey, Jimmy? Yeah. Then it's <laughs> Arsenal. <laughs> uh, and then Maybe it's the Palace to end the season. Oh, boy. That's tough. That ain't easy, Jimmy. It's not. I hope you're right. I hope they survive. But I don't know where the points are going to come from. Not as if the players, the teams around them are actually playing well either, mind you. Final day. Would you rather, if they are going to go down, and this could be any, any of your favorite oh, teams, good if you're going to go down, would you rather just go down before the end of the season so there's no drama, or would you rather stick it out to the last weekend of the season and, and go down in that heartbreaking fashion? Oh, that's a good question. Both suck. What kind of question is that? <laughs> there's not a good answer, but I'm no. just curious. I'd rather fight to the end. There you go. Go down in the blazing glory. Yeah. What about you, Craig? Well, You'd rather go, go down I've done Christmas. the one where I've been relegated really early, and that, that's no good. That's no good at all. No. Just dead rubbers. Nothing old. good about that. Right. But going down last minute, too. I mean, we saved ourselves playing, playing against Shear and Sutton on the last game of the season where we needed at least a draw to stay up. And a way to Blackburn at that time was a difficult game, as you guys know. So. We've managed to stay up, and there was nothing better than staying up on the last day. That was just incredible. But getting relegated on the last day would suck as well. <laughs> <laughs> just stink, wouldn't it? Well, you been, a fan. Do, do you think you'd rather like just kind of struggle and suffer for a, for a few more weeks, or just get it nice, over and done with like a like a band aid? Well, I have to tell you, when you know the season's already over and you have a few weeks left. You party nonstop. You have so much fun with your friends. Like you still try and you enjoy yourselves, but there's this level of we're done for the season. You know, if I'm going out on that Thursday night, it's kind of like Craig at his 50th birthday party said, screw it. I'm not going. I, no, I'm kidding, Craig. But uh, <laughs> it was one of those things where you're like, I'm enjoying myself, right? I have to enjoy myself. So someone invites you to their restaurant. Someone invites you out. You go. You go to the concert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but in, in England, if you get relegated, say, six weeks before the end of the season. Not over there, you're not don't. going out. Right. <laughs> you're well, not going out. At, you least guys, at, end, at least if you get relegated at the end of the season, you can jump on a plane two days later and get out right. of it. Craig was saying, though, that back. the guys are partying. They're not going out anymore, right? They're partying at their mansions to stay above out of the fray. What a sacrifice that you have to party at your mansions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mansion party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are always invited your, up to, little, to yeah. Jimmy's That's one thing about Ted Lasso. When they, you know. yeah. What about yeah. Ted Lasso, Greg? 
Ted Lasso walking around. Everybody telling him to F off and giving him the finger, and that's about as accurate as it gets. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way he just like smiles and nods, like, yep, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, Craig's jumped out again. Craig's having a difficult morning. <laughs> the old connection there. Let's jump to uh, some MLS, shall we, Jimmy? Yeah. So DC beat Montreal. Mon- oh, boy, Montreal. Oh, Montreal. Right now. What, what the heck? Scrambles. That club is right now. What is happening up there? They are Shouldn't terrible. They're, they're, they're prospective youth. Kamal Milligan discussed that last week. There's big problems there, isn't there? I know there's lots of injuries, like Amy says, but you're dropping points by the bag full each week. Oh, it is bad. I don't know how they're getting out of it either. It's quite There's the no hole they've been dug there right now. Vancouver tied Austin nil. They better hope the injured players come back and do a good job. But yeah, Dub well. shared that stat about the the goals, right? Like they haven't scored eleven on eleven. What was that? Yeah, in, in open play. Yeah, in open play. As a coach, Jimmy, is that bad? <laughs> is it bad? Well, you probably think you're you're going to be getting fired very, very soon. <laughs> Considering what they've only scored three goals, and that those three goals were in one match. Yeah, and they've got Vaughn next in the Canadian Championship. If they lose that, they will be lower than a snake's belly. <laughs> yeah, TFC meanwhile keep picking up points, two-two against Atlanta uh, mm. at the death, like literally the last kick of the game. It actually really was. Brandon Savania scoring um, a, a nice goal. Exciting game. Uh, no Michael Bradley starting in, in this one. Didn't yeah. come off the bench either. But we did see Insigne finally get back on the pitch and, and lasted, what, 25 minutes or how long it was, Jimmy. Obviously, that's a, a big moment for them. But conceding goals, though, again, I mean, you can't be doing that against a team like Atlanta. And they were bad goals, it seemed to me. I mean, I was yeah. at the game from what I saw after like several beers, they didn't look like the best goals to concede. No, they don't. I still think they need a couple of like big, big uh, tower and center backs that can command the back and control it. I mean, going forward, yeah, they look exciting. Bernadeschi, every time he gets it, he just, he looks like something's going to happen. That Larea was very, very good as well. Towards the end of the match, they start bombing on because you're going forward a little bit more and Senior came on and, him and Bernadeschi, they had a spell there for about 10 minutes where the two of them were just playing by themselves. Yeah, I know. That's hilarious. Isn't it crazy? They're just constantly looking for each other. Thought, yeah. Look at these two. They're, they're going for it. They're going to carry the, this match on their back. But if, if, you're, if you're a teammate, Jimmy, and, and you see your, these two guys doing that, though, I mean, what are you thinking? I'd be like, pass. I'm open. Pass. <laughs> Give me the ball. <laughs> Get me involved. It's, it must drive Bob Bradley crazy as well. I mean, listen, if it works, it's fantastic, right? And it's entertaining. Yeah. But uh, that's a bit of an indictment on on the rest of the guys out there, isn't it? Yeah, but it's I think it's just two two guys trying to grab most managers would be right by now and make something happen. What's that, Craig? <laughs> most managers would be fired by now. <laughs> I really want to dig into that comment by Craig, but we're having some significant internet issues with Craig right now, yeah. so it's like ah. Oh. I think what he's getting at is that Montreal and Toronto, oh, those two managers could be in trouble. Is that what you're saying, Craig? <laughs> he, Craig, just Craig left. he just left again. Yeah. <laughs> I just realized that. Well, my, you, you, my, think, my, you think you think Montreal's got to be Montreal's got to be making a decision relatively. Oh, have to. 
They have to. They conceded 17 goals, scored three only in one match. You're sitting at the bottom of the table. You're carrying the league. Your shoulders must be killing you. They've got to make a change. Well, it's different too with Toronto that it's been a disappointing season for Toronto. But it's not like they're bottom of the rung like Montreal is. They've given away matches, but they're drawing everything and they're saving draws. So, you know, there's a there's a light at the end of the tunnel for those for Toronto. Um, yeah, there, I don't know. There is. Look, you, you know, with with TFC. OK, they've won one six draws. Right. So they're in games. They're in matches. You know, they've lost one. But, you know, they, they win. They win the next one that pushes them right up the table, you know, into to fifth or sixth spot. And so they're still in the hunt, but they just need to turn those draws into wins big time. And you hope when Insignia comes back, he's going to be making a massive difference for this for this team, right? Because you, what you're really saying is when you got all those draws is you just need that guy to score your goal. That mm-hmm. game changer in which you're expecting Insignia to be. Yeah. Hey, Sharms, how much were beers? Uh, I didn't even look. I just were they affordable? $17, I $17, $22. I, I just bought them. I don't look. Oh, I, remember pres- I presume they're not affordable. I presume that is extortionate. And I presume that my, my bank account was hammered. Mm. But, you know, when you're there, it's like, what are you going to do? Watch the game sober? <laughs> bring bring your own in? Get your buddy outside <laughs> to throw them up? Ooh, yes. <laughs> Actually, my, my, my buddy was telling me at the... Uh, I went with my, my mate Scott. He was telling me when they won the MLS Cup, he went there and uh, he'd been drinking all afternoon with uh, fireballs, you know, that awful drink. Like and cinnamon? He, he, cinnamon? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And he really wanted to get it in the game, but he couldn't smuggle the bottle in. So he actually went to the drugstore and bought like, um, I don't know, he, he, to explain it, little, small little bottles for like liquid soap. Like those. Yeah. Filled them all up because the little small ones. Filled them all up and put them around his body. So he, he got in the game that way and was just like spritzing this fireball <laughs> the entire <laughs> game. And we got out in the whole section and people were like, give me some fireball. And he'd be leaning over. And <laughs> <laughs> there's always a way is the moral of the story. If you need to get booze into a sporting event, there's always a way. Yeah. Rather than spending 17 bucks a beer or whatever the hell it is. I wonder um, what the beer prices are in Vancouver, Toronto, and in Montreal, what the difference is. We should find out. Mm-hmm. Okay, our Vancouver faithful. How much do you pay for a, a regular can of beer? Let's let's say that a regular tall boy. Um, at a Vancouver game, our, our Montreal faithful, maybe Dubs. I mean, she, she must know. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. She, she likes her. She likes her, her brews. <laughs> <laughs> How much in a Montreal game? And, uh, and and I'll find out from Toronto fans. Please let us know because I like I said, I didn't look. I guess I could look at my uh, my bank my bank statement. Which yeah. I try to avoid of it till possible these days. But hey, the White Whitecaps had a good draw on the road as well at Austin. Yep, nil nil. Just keep picking up points. Yep, yep. Um, CPL kicked off this weekend. Really good games, actually, Jimmy. You were highly involved. Great calls, by the way. Thanks, man. Good here, Nigel. Once again, um, out of the four, like what what stood out? We have obviously uh, Atlanta. Atlanta. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Atlanta. Halifax joined the PPL, doing really, really well. <laughs> Halifax Atletico, not Atletico. Atletico uh, drew one-one. <laughs> Forge beat. <laughs> sorry, Forge tied Cavalry two-two. Pacific beat Vancouver in their debut one-nil, uh, and uh, Valor beat York at Pylons. 
Two. Yeah. So what jumped out? Uh, I tell you, the, the one match I really enjoyed was the, the Forge Cavalry. That was a that was a good good game of football, to be honest with you. Cave scored a wicked goal Whoa. for Cavalry. What, what a goal a that was! Rocket that was. You know, finished two 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 exciting teams. Good tempo in their play. Ottawa and Wanderers. I thought Wanderers. You know, they they start off very very well. Lots of energy. I like the way they were playing. And it took a while for Ottawa to get into into the match as well. It took them ages to get going. Eventually, Ollie Bassett came up with a with a goal, and they, they end up drawing one one. Um, Pacific Pacific played well. You know, it was good to see the new new team Vancouver FC. I thought they held their own for a while, but Pacific was a little bit too much. Aparicio scoring a, a great cracker of a goal as well, and then York United York just couldn't get going. I thought they were just on the back foot, struggling all over the park, couldn't contain Valor. And I thought Valor just dominated that match and comfortably won 2 0. They had a new, numerous opportunities. And goalkeeper Nico, he was he, he was getting peppered at one point. You know, he kept them in the game. It could have been four or five. Um, but Valor, Valor looked, uh, they looked a decent side as well. And I think, you know, just from the beginning of the match, you know, Pacific Forge, or beginning of the season, watching these games, I think Pacific. Calvary Forge, and I can I can see Valor sneaking up there as well. They're a good little side. They put a good team together. Yeah, but great to see uh, the crowds look pretty decent as well. From from what I saw from the broadcasts, so that's that bodes very well as well. Um, Do you see Canada's under twenty women? They beat Saint Vincent and Grenadines twelve nil. Twelve nil. Nil. Twelve nil. Yeah. Were they celebrating in the I, last last few? I goals? hope not. I, I wouldn't <laughs> think so. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Nate Nate reached out to us. Nate Ingham from uh, from Atletico. How do we pronounce it? It's Atletico. De was giving at, us. You know, it's at at Atletico. Okay. Am I not saying it? Atletico? I think yeah, you're Atletico. saying it right. That's right. Yeah. So Nate reached out, and, I, and I've thrown it to him to be our intrepid uh, reporter from Ottawa during the season. Every once oh, nice. in a while. Yeah. Brilliant. He said, "Sure, I'll jump on anytime." All right, that's perfect. Great. I think we should try to get a player from each team. Yeah, we yeah. should. Interns. We'll call them Footy Prime interns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Footy Prime intern from Cavalry. That's right. Marco Tommy Wielden, player, <laughs> <laughs> coach. <laughs> that's a great idea, actually. But good to get the CPL off and running. It looked really good. Like I said, they were good games. That, that, that Forge Cavalry game was outstanding. And, uh, Wasn't it? I like seeing. I've always been a, a, a place in my heart for Jordan Hamilton for some reason. Always have scored a real nice penalty. Actually, he did. You know what? The way when he lined up for that penalty and he started running towards it, I was like, "Where's he going?" He almost ran past the ball. It was a great finish. Great finish. I was yeah. worried. I looked at Nigel. I was like, "Oh, where's do you he think going? it was a, um, a a style he's he's trying?" Or I don't know. He was like beside the ball. Yeah. It was a but weird it, penalty. It worked. I mean, good, good finish. Great but you're right. I like Jordan Hamilton. I want to see him do well. He's a good kid. Was he? he was he at TFC when you were there? Like, yeah. coaching. Yeah, I coached yeah. him. Yeah, that was a year, right? Back then, yeah, we had. Back in that day, we had Sergio Camargo. We had Manny Aparicio. We had Jordan Hamilton. Manny scored again this weekend, right? Manny scored again. Yeah, he's been great in the CPL. He's done he really so has. well. One really, of the top players. Really good player. Do you think he's found his level? Do you think that's is that what it is? He's just he can be a dominant player at at this level. Yeah, 
I think so. Of course. I mean, for for me, he's he's one of the best in the league. Yeah, 100%. for sure. Just the energy and you know his his attitude and commitment. You know, being a, a young professional footballer is it's off the chart. And you'd like to see him eventually maybe get a chance and try to get back into an, an MLS MLS team. But who knows? Somebody's got to take a gamble on some of these guys. Do you think it's better, Craig? Let me ask you this. Craig's back, by the way. Let's see how the internet is. Can't wait. I'm kind of excited about this. Um, let's, let's try it. Hey, Craig, one, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> 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 the look of resignation in Craig's face. Oh. And his microphone was not working either as well. Oh, no. By the way, I, I was doing the whole podcast without my earphones in. So it was oh. coming through. Well, I had them in, but it wasn't plugged in. I didn't realize. So if there's a little bit of an echo, that's my fault, I'm afraid. But now I've plugged it back in there. I think um, but yeah, so Jimmy, let me ask you, is, is it better to be like a, a star in a lower league, right? Forget money for a second here. I'm mean, Obviously, yeah. that's going to be a motivating factor here. But to be a, from, from a footballer standpoint, enjoyment standpoint, be a star at, at a lower league or be just like a, a squad player. No, you'd rather, to- you don't want to be a squad player. You want to, you want to be playing football week in and week out, the highest level that you can play. Yeah. So for these guys that, you know, might be 22, 23 on, a, on an MLS roster or somewhere else, they're better off playing in a CPL where you're going to be one of the top players and playing week in and week out and be one of the first names on that team sheet. Because the more games you play, the better you're going to be, the more confidence you get. Plus, you're going to be in the shop window more than what you would be if you're just a squad player. So there's more opportunity for you. And I guess also once you retire, when you look back in your career, you know, looking back on a career where you were a star and you had these great moments, um, maybe won trophies on the back of your performances at a lower league, that must be, I would think, more rewarding than being like just a, a, a peripheral squad player, you know, at, at a higher league as well. You would think. Yeah, of course, of course. I mean, look, at the end of the day, that's what we we talk about as a footballer. It doesn't matter where you are; you want to win, you want trophies because when. You hang the boots up and you walk away from the game. That's all you've got to look back on and reflect on and say, hey, that's I won that. Mm-hmm. Right? Through blood, sweat, and tears, I've I've won that trophy. You don't want to be the, the guy that doesn't win anything in your career. That would suck. Yeah. And there's a lot of players that are out there that, that are like Tons. that, right? Tons. Hey, Jimmy, it, Jimmy, if the CPL, I don't know if we've ever asked this, if the CPL were was ever was around back in the day, would you have extended your career? and played for one of these teams? Um, I don't know. I wanted to finish at, a, at the highest level that I could, right? So when I was at MLS and, you know, I thought, okay, now, now's the time. But I, I, that's a good question, Dan. I think, yeah, I probably would have. I probably would have played in the CPL just, so, just to say Well, that especially – what if they would have said, hey, we want, a, we want a player manager or something – to the effect of you're also part of management and running around too. And, you know, I, I think you would have loved that. No, I would have, I would have, I I actually, I, I would have for sure. I would have, I think you probably could have played an extra couple of years as well. Right. You know, dropping down, played a few games in a CPL. Maybe you wouldn't play the whole season, but at least you get a few games in and, but you could have. You think you could have physically when you retired from, from TFC, if there was CPL, do you think physically at that point you would have been able to? I would have been able to play a few games, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But my my body by the time I was done, I mean, I couldn't even walk in the mornings. My really? ankles were were locked, my hips, knees. It was it was bad towards the end. I was done. 
Do you still feel that when you wake up? Or do I you- do. Some some days I do. Yeah, some days I do. I feel it big time. Depend, and it's funny because it depends on the weather as well. Mm. You know those kind of damp days, and you get out. My wrists are killing me. My ankles and Jimmy makes love like RoboCop. <laughs> I'm like a tin man. You just gotta you gotta grease <laughs> the joints, grease the joints, and I'm ready to go. I make love like the uh, the lion, like no heart in it. No, no of heart. a tin man. <laughs> no. was it? He had no heart. Oh no, no the heart. line had no courage. Well, that works too. Yeah. Forrest <laughs> is like the scarecrow. <laughs> he's, he's melting. He's all shit. It's scared of it. Scarecrow had no brain, wasn't that? Scarecrow? <laughs> oh, that's right. No brain. It falls on the bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do with me as you will. Yeah. <laughs> um, Oh, so I'm going to ask you this. Um, I, have, I need to see a physio. Right? My, my, my right big toe is a disaster, right? I'm pretty sure it's arthritis. Like cortisone, would that, would that work? Do you recommend a cortisone shot in my toe? Have you been drinking? Wait, wait. Have you been drinking? It's not gout. It's, no, I've had this for like three years now. And it's, it's, it's continuous. It's not I like know, but you just away. drank on the weekend. And big yeah, toe is one I of the places. Drink, yeah, but I didn't drink for like two weeks before. And, and oh. it's been killing me. Uric well, acid can stick around, brother. Just it's so not, you know. Trust me, it's not gout. It's not no. gout. It's been three. Years. I wanted to be gout. Any better? It's every day. It's getting worse. My my is deformed. The freaking joint. Uh, now, is cortisone an option, Jimmy? Oh or, yeah, do it. Come it by my it? house. I'll, I'll give you a little injection or something, buddy. <laughs> you you got syringes? <laughs> yeah. Do you? We'll f- we'll sort that right out. <laughs> James Sharman was forty nine years of age. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, Wonger, that's too much. You put too much in. <laughs> it's not funny. It's fucking heroin. So how debilitating are you? What are you what's going on? No, I, I was at the gym this morning. I just I just couldn't run. And it's, it's and now, now it's traveling up my my calf and my knees a mess. I think oh. it's coming from that joint because the toe just doesn't bend. The big toe, right? It's so rigid. And I just want it to crack, but it won't crack. So tell you tell your missus to grab the big toe and yank it. Yeah, she does that. I know. It's, it's Release the pressure in the joint. Yeah, I know. She, thinks, she, she used to be like an osteopath and a massage therapist. She knows, but she just won't lay a finger on me because she's no longer doing that. Well, shower then. Huh? Shower. Shower? What do you mean? Yeah. Clean yourself up. Maybe she'll oh. touch you. <laughs> oh, that's the reason. Maybe this has something to do with uh, having no courage or heart. <laughs> that makes. She, she's probably like we that. bring it all the way around after the after that shit performance last night, Charms. I'm not yep. touching. Get her some though. ruby red shoes, Charms. Maybe she'll touch you. I'm better off taking care of it myself. For Christ's sakes, pathetic. Um, but but so but um, cortisone though. I mean, how long would it last if you put a cortisone shot in shot in that toe? Last for a while, but you don't want like to start weeks. doing all. You no, don't you don't want to do cortisone. No, I know. I've heard. I've heard like the negative. If you, I'm not a professional athlete, so I wouldn't be getting it all the freaking time. But no, no. But it's more that once you do it, yes, it works. But the problem with it is, uh, it, it it's really good for a relief uh, of pain injuries that can cure. heal. But if this is yeah. something that is chronic, you want to go another way from cortisone yeah. first. Yeah, just answer. I had that in my. I had that in my ribs when I, I broke three ribs and was playing. And then I had to get a few shots in there and that hurt. That's a tough game. injury, eh? Ribs. I played, I, I, I broke three ribs and I played two games. And after the one game, I was like, Doc, I think I, I'm in pain, man. I don't know what's going on here. He took me to the doctor and there was a big crack down them. And I played, was playing games with him. 
Jesus. Three ribs. Yeah, and then I had to have this big plate on my ribs to play, keep playing. Do you remember the uh, the, the the force, the, the trauma that caused it? Yeah, it was an elbow. Was it? Oh, hurt like hell. Elbow. Yeah. Break some ribs. Oof. I've done rib cartilage before. That's not me fun. good. That's extremely painful. Wonga, what's your worst injury apart from the fingers? I mean, you played. Uh, you know, I, I, you know what? It's probably more of a ligament thing. Nothing. Football. I just broke things. Broke mm-hmm. my arm. Broke my hand. Uh, but more the ACL getting torn when I uh, when I was playing basketball. So, and I was only two years out from, you know, playing competitive, really competitive sports. But I called up my doctor and I said, "Hey, should I get this operated on?" And back in the day, he said, "Look." unless you're playing a pro or semi-pro don't bother getting it fixed. Just get a brace. Mm-hmm. And I have to tell you, I don't, my knee is in pretty good shape and I don't have a ACL on it. Like it's gone. Really? Can you yeah. run? I can run. Yeah, yeah. I can do everything. Yeah. And I don't need a brace for running. I just need it to play basketball or anything that you have to lateral movements, lateral movement. Yeah. Exactly. Can so. longer run. He's like a gazelle. Like, yeah, a fat gazelle that's about to be eaten by the the cheetah. (laughs) I'm at the back, plodding along. (laughs) That cheetah's looking going, what the fuck does that guy Yeah, I've got to push the baby gazelles in back of me. Go after them. (laughs) Guys, wait up. Wait for me. (laughs) I'm smoking a joint. Got a beer in my hand. The cheetahs are watching you run away, going, Oh, we'll have a little nap, we'll catch him. Yeah, all the other gazelles are saying, Hey, listen, guys, just just don't be as slow as Wonger. That's what yeah. you gotta worry about. Just gotta that's be why, that's why all the gazelles would hang out with Wonger. Yeah. Just stay yeah. with Wonger. Just make sure he's always with the pack. They're all like there. When we're gone, they got him. He's fucked. That one, that, that Wonger, he's fucked. Don't worry about it, boys. Just uh, stay close to Wonger. Be nice to him. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, We're out of time. Um, Champions League this week, of course, as mentioned before. And then it's back to the Prem. Catch those games and, of course, Fubo TV. Uh, We're back on Wednesday with the Foundation Show. Hope you enjoyed that. Craig, wherever you are, we missed you for this podcast. Um, You tried. It's like you came out late in your career with, with, you know, two broken ankles and arthritis in your knees and you just kind of failed but we appreciate the effort anyway so until Wednesday keep buying newspapers and cheers for listening follow us on Twitter at footy underscore prime and on Instagram at footy prime IG 